Embrace the day. It's Newcastle in the morning, only on Newcastle Live. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. I hope you're having a lovely Thursday morning out there. Now, quite concerningly, a uh, a media statement came across my desk uh, this morning about uh, John Hunter Hospital and doctors raising serious concerns. The state member for Wars End, Sonia Hornery, has called on the New South Wales Health Minister to directly address the concerns that were raised by 12 doctors that are based at John Hunter Hospital. It is a damning letter. I have seen the letter and it describes a significant deterioration in their ability to provide adequate health care due to the standards of Hunter New England Health. Ms Hornery joins me on the line now. Good morning and welcome, Sonia. This is a big concern. Good morning, Tracy, and good morning to your listeners. It is a huge concern, and, and Tracy, it reflects many of the issues that are occurring not only at the John Hunter and the Calvary Mater, but in hospitals all over New South Wales. And I think that this, our professionals are getting to a, a level of crisis point where they've had enough, where they're not being listened to, where they're sick of um, being overworked, and the workload pressures, where there are staffing shortages, where there's not insufficient resourcing, um, and they're working in conditions that are not adequate for our, our public system in a, in a first world country. Um, and that's, I think, why 12 professionals wrote the letter, um, and that's really concerning. It really is. And look, one of the biggest concerns uh, concerns to me, besides the grossly inadequate bed capacity, um, a dangerously inadequate critical care capacity, there is also inadequate urgent theatre access. Now, that's what a hospital's there for. Exactly. And, you know, there we know that more and more we have an increased population and, and now we, we can't build enough hospitals to, you know, cater for the number of people who are sick. But we're not a, not even, I don't think, doing that efficiently. We have a situation at the John Hunter and the Calvary Mater where we have particularly elderly people who are um, in our beds for months and months and months and even years, um, creating a bed block, which adds to the ambulance ramble, rambling. Uh, it a- adds to all of the stress of the, the professionals and the paramedics and the nurses. It adds to everyone's stresses. Um, and yet we have also, at the same time, the Walsing Aged Care facility with qualified staff uh, under state awards, um, which is only 40% occupied. You know, why aren't the beds at the Walsing Hospital being occupied by some of the long-term um, patients at the John Hunter and Cavalry Mater? Why won't New, Hunter New England Health move those people to be given respite and cared for as adequately and as well, in fact, probably better because the hospital's smaller and the staff have more time to cater for people and they're trained to cater for people specifically with special needs. Why have they moved to our facility um, that is there and waiting? It, a lot of things about efficiency concern me too because I know fundamentally, Tracy, that, uh, you know, 100 New England Health can only deal with the budget that they're given mm-hmm. by the state government, but then when they're given their budget, you want them to be using their budget efficiently as well. Well, it makes no sense to have long-term patients in, a, in an emergency hospital. It, it just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. The other big concern 
Sonia, and these are the people who work these hospitals. We've got the much-touted redevelopment and, uh, you know, hey, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to have this, we're going to have that. But there's a lack of consultation and communication with the medical staff. You know, the medical staff are saying that uh, the concerns that they've given have been dealt uh, with very badly and that it makes the idea of an innovation precinct pretentious and an example of public image over clinical reality. Wow, that's a hit between the eyes. Yes, pretentious, yes, and public image should not be more important. It's about having a quality health facility, you know, and we all love this. We all, well, it's back to my argument that we need more beds and we need a bigger hospital, mm. but if you're going to do that, you talk to your staff about what's needed. They're the experts. They're the ones that are doing the, you know, they're at the, the, the workplace, the rock place. Uh, they know what the problems are. They should be listened to. And furthermore, you know, if we build this bigger hospital, we need to work on how we're going to get the staff to staff it. And then all the little other, in, you know, indirect problems that occur when you've got a bigger hospital, how are people going to get there? What about parking? Um, <laughs> will we have, you know... A, a How about park and service? ride? Yes, exactly. Yeah, park and mm. ride. Um, you know, but staffing will be the big issues. But, you know, I say I say to Brad Hassard in particular, the, the minister, start listening to what your professionals have to say to you um, and, and, and address their concerns. Otherwise, they'll leave. And that's the last that's thing we need or want. And that's actually, that's happening. That's what these doctors are saying, that because of the issues up there at John Hunter Hospital, the resignations are through the roof. The other other big concern, um, Sonia, is that uh, these 12 doctors have quite openly said that uh, they have completely lost confidence in uh, the Chief Executive Officer, Michael DiRienzo, up there to deliver in the areas of, uh, of concern to them. Obviously, Michael's been up there for 10 years. He's also had a very, very tough job over the last, uh, you know, two years. To, to have managed COVID, um, you know, he has done a fantastic job with that. But obviously these, uh, these doctors have some big concerns. Is that something that you think Brad Hazard also needs to look at? Yes, yeah, Brad, Brad Hazard needs to look at, you know, why, why the doctors are talk, talking and addressing their concerns about the chief executive officer. Um, is it too much? Is, is the stress of not being able to manage the budget because you're not getting enough money. But there certainly needs to be some conversations there. Um, and I think, again, it must be a very serious issue because mm. doctors wouldn't do this if they weren't really serious and concerned about it. So, you know, there needs to be some intervention and that means needs to be at a senior level where some conversations need to be had between the minister and and uh, the chief executive, definitely. Because you certainly don't do something like this. And and this letter, it's a three-page letter, it is quite specific, it is quite damning. These 12 doctors have put their name to this, which means they put their reputations to this. It's not yeah. something you do lightly. It takes a lot of courage mm. to do it. Um, and again, it's not something professionals do unless they feel like they're forced into this position. And that's horrible for them. Um, so I admire them for doing what they're doing because, in effect, they're standing up for everybody that works then at the John Hunter Hospital. Um, you know, Brad Hassard needs to take a serious look at the hospital and see how we can improve it because that's what it's all about, keeping our staff, improving our staff and improving the conditions for our patients as well. 
So obviously this letter has uh, has gone to uh, to Mr Hazard. What's your plans from here? What uh, what can you do about this as yep. as the member for Walls End? Yep. Uh, look, I, I've been embracing. In fact, um, I'm, I have a notice of motion that I hope to be debated if the government doesn't filibuster about ambulance ramping today. Mm. So I hope to add in a little bit of a conversation about the letter if I get time. Mm. But also I, I will be doing an, another notice of motion in the next week or so of Parliament about this particular issue um, and ask the ministers to start addressing these issues as well. So, you know, and and uh, no doubt we'll also um, write to the Minister about these concerns mm. because they are very serious and they must be addressed. And there are some big names that have signed this letter. Yep. Those 12 yep. doctors are, uh, are some very big names in the medical area and uh, it truly is something that uh, that needs to be addressed. And as a ratepayer, as a, as a taxpayer um, in, uh, in this area, I'm, yeah, it, it, it concerns me greatly that we have some significant issues with emergency theatre up there at what is supposed to be the best hospital in this region. It is a real concern. Oh, absolutely. A real concern. Um, and it's got to be addressed now. It does. Now, on a little bit more happier happier note, obviously we've got a state election coming up uh, in March. Now, uh, you were pre-selected unopposed by your ALP branches to reconnect, contest that seat. You were first elected in 2007. You're going to go around again, are you? Yeah, look, I'm going around again, and <laughs> I, I think there'll be a bit of a different feel. I'm very hopeful, and I'm certainly working towards um, a Labor election. Mm. Um, but say, by saying that, I'm also aware I had my experience, you know, what experiences told me is that it's not just about who's elected, it's about us doing a better job. Oh. Um, and, you know, the, the problems with the Liberal government are creeping in and we're seeing it because we know that, what, 10, 10 uh, MPs mm. and ministers from the government side and senior people are resigning. So um, they know that there are problems, otherwise they'd stick with it. Um, and possibly they know that they may not win. And some of those people are not used to being in opposition mm. and it's quite a different feel. So, But if we do get elected, then we've got a lot to of work to do and a lot to achieve because, you know, you, you, that that is the difficulty of being mm. in government is you've got to meet those commitments of the community and that's fundamental or you get shipped out pretty mm. quickly. And look, it's easy to, in opposition to, uh, you know, to shout and scream about things that are wrong, but it's uh, it's harder when you're actually in government to justify those decisions and uh, and that certainly will be the case if, uh, if we do get a Labor government come March. Oh, absolutely. And that's the reality. You have to do a good job. You have to work with all of your various MPs and the community. Um, you know, and the community needs to feel that, that we're doing the right thing and in uh, voting for us. And that's that's the bigger issue as well. Congratulations to Sonia. She uh, she has been pre-selected, uh, unopposed by her ALP branches to recontest that seat come March. And uh, she says that obviously the expansion of the flood mitigation works in War's End are the most important part of, uh, of her next agenda. And of course, there is no doubt that uh, this letter that has been uh, co-signed by 12 senior doctors ranging from vascular surgeons, anaesthetists and obstetrician, it really should shines a light on the poor conditions that uh, our local health professionals are working under and uh, fingers crossed that something something is done very very soon 
Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.